Hello lovely people. I hope you're having a good day. My name is Chitra and you're listening to Hello Educator. What happens when secret codes and inventions come together at a time when the world is at war? In today's episode of Mango Science Radio, we have computer science educator Arumugam giving us a slice of reality by taking us back to the 1930s. Secret languages are fun, right? Imagine you and your friend talking in a language that only you both can understand. Now that is fun, but it is serious business when it comes to war. Uh, it is very important to keep secrets and uh, uh, hi this is uh, armugam and uh, i am going to narrate a, a story a real story that happened during the world war 2 and uh, which led to an invention of uh, something i would say a contribution to an invention of something that is affecting a day to day life uh, right now so straight back to the story uh, this was during the world war when uh, it was very intense a lot of people were dying during the war uh, the germans were coming up with uh, very very uh, innovative military techniques and uh, machines to attack the world and the world was trying to defend itself a uh, bunch of countries came together and they were all working together so during this time uh, it was very important for everyone to communicate in a secret language so it was like so many languages were created or approaches were created to uh, create a secret language that can be uh, communicated and uh, understood by only by the people who communicated so uh, in this whole process uh, there were many invention that happened but one invention that stood out was uh, by the germans and uh, there was this person called arthur sherbees and he invented a machine called enigma so enigma was a very very complex machine and uh, what is what they used to do is uh, what that machine used to do is uh, imagine it to be like a typewriter and uh, if you type any message it will change it change the words in a certain way that it is very very unpredictable so what they used to do is any language that is readable they used to make it unreadable and uh, that unreadable language is like the secret language right so enigma machine was so complex that finding out the logic in which it was converted into a secret language was very very difficult to uh, find out and they used that machine to uh, you know type out the language and then pass it on through morse code and their soldiers at the uh, closer to the war zone they used to uh, again uh, use the same something called as key and using that they used to decrypt it so this whole process they called as encrypting into a secret language and then decrypting it into a language that they can read correct this was uh, happening uh, over and over and again between uh, uh, them and uh, the britishers were absolutely uh, disappointed because it was so complex that uh, it was very difficult to break them across different countries tried but they were all having a very difficult time so this was very very important to break as well because like i told you war, world war if you look at the number of deaths if you go read the number of death it might just look like a number for you but just to give you an intensity of it uh, every minute uh, three people were dying during that time it was it was a very very 
tough time uh, during that uh, period and uh, and they had to find out ways to break that secret language so that you know they can uh, protect them so uh, they they had come up some time with breaking them but it took like 12 hours now imagine 3 minutes every minute 3 people die and then it's like 12 hours it's it's a huge thing so what a lot of britishers did is the, of course a lot of other countries also all of them they also started involving mathematicians so when soldiers were involved in the war field uh, fighting in the battlefield uh, the mathematicians were also involved by trying to break the secret code or the secret language and then communicating it to the concerned uh, individuals right so this was happening and uh, it was a very very tough job to break the enigma code uh, fortunately there was a, a great mathematician at that time uh, he was uh, quite different and uh, relatively different thinker during that time and uh, uh, he was of course one of the brightest mathematician uh, during that time uh, and uh, he got involved in this whole work and uh, his name was uh, alan turing so he came up with uh, two things uh, one is of course uh, for you to break any language there was a logic in which the enigma machine worked now what if you can uh, find out the logic in which that machine works so instead of finding out what is the logic in which he worked he found out what were the fault in that machine and he found out what if you can find out the formula using that so when i when i say formula it's not like very simple formula it is a sequence of logical steps which led to breaking the secret language so he actually used that approach and he found out uh, how he actually uh, how you can actually break that secret language then he there was another challenge which was of course you can break the language but it took so much of time to break that language to uh, you know go through a lot of possibilities and find out uh, humanly it was taking a lot of time so which again i told you it was very difficult and every minute life was at stake so it was like your exams of course i mean but it was too much intense here the lives were at stake so the mathematicians had to really really struggle hard so he came up with another idea uh, the idea was what if there is a machine that can actually follow these formula or step by step logic and through that they can break the secret uh, language so this machine he of course went through a lot of difficulty and eventually built it and it was called bomb uh, it's it's b o m b e but yeah they call it bomb and this machine actually uh, solved those uh, secret languages they were able to get information passed uh, during the process they used to get that language and then pass on those information to the machine and uh, it used to go through a lot of uh, you know possibilities of i told you right there were like 186 million million possibilities using the enigma machine so this machine used to work uh, and then used to try to break that secret language of course it was not very very uh, uh, fast but it was way more faster than what a human can do uh, so this is uh, might sound as a very simple machine but uh, it was that back then the machine was of it was like as large as a whole room like a you know an entire go down filled with that uh, large machine and they had like 12 kilometers of wires connected and like 95000 parts of machine in uh, small small machine parts which led to make the larger machine so it was a very complex uh, machine that was used and uh, uh, he was uh, contributing so this machine is a very critical played a very critical role in invention of a thing and now coming back to the thing it's it's called a computer and uh, you might wonder like hey we have always heard 
Charles Babbage as the founder of or the father of computer, right? This is something which you have to understand that uh, innovation is something that it is not, it is not by just one person. Uh, it's it's a process. So a lot of people are involved in uh, the process of innovating something. And uh, so computer had gone through a generation of changes, and that led to what we see now as a computer. So you might wonder even your mobile phone that you are now listening to is a computer, which we do not. are not able to understand right so what you have to understand is what what important role that uh, alan turing contributed was that he found out the process of computing that is uh, he used a a way in which a machine can solve a problem through a process called computing and uh, conventionally computers are only used for calculation right mathematical calculation now he has used mathematical approach to uh, and he used that machine to do computing and that's why he is credited as the father of computing and uh, this process of computing i'll try to explain another word so machines that you use uh, in factories are uh, what they do is there are any physical work that gets repeatedly done you try to see if you can build a machine to do that right what if there are mental thinking work that happens repeatedly right now what if that can be done to a, a machine right and that those machines were called as uh, computing machines or uh, computers and uh, that's why uh, alan turing is uh, very much credited for that and uh, uh, there were a lot more other computers that as like i told you computing the creation of computer is a process that innovation was a process so there were many other com- computers that were created in different parts in the history so hopefully i'll come up with another story of another computer that happened uh, elsewhere and hope you enjoy this story uh, hope you start loving math now thank you i hope you enjoyed this episode to receive your daily dose of science stories don't forget to subscribe to mango science radio we welcome stories from across the globe so if you are a science enthusiast and would like to contribute to mango science radio please whatsapp us at 9952243541 your feedback is valuable and keeps us motivated so feel free to share your views in the form of an audio message on whatsapp thank you so much for listening to hello educator remember to tune in for the next episode